Welcome to the Christian Marauder as we examine the mystery of the Judas generation, a time that ushers in the last days, a time when betrayal, lying, pilfering, and deception infiltrates both the secular world and the church, and how we all can get through this intact without drawing back into perdition of the last hour. How is this? Well, let me explain this with this illustration. With that, I'd like for you to look at your screens right now. Folks, I can tell you, I still can't get over the beauty of high-altitude hiking in the Rocky Mountains from 10,900 feet to 11,000, say, 500, 600 feet, right at the edge of tree line where the Bristol Cone pine trees are, where the trees end and the bare alpine mountains begin. Here, the awesomeness of God's creation is clearly seen, and I would love seeing that. It's breathtaking hiking at this altitude at tree line, where the air is crisp and the air is clean. In heaven, you know what? The mountains are much grander than any mountains here on earth. Yes, we have splendid vistas now, but in heaven there will be no more sin, no more sickness, no more rebellion, no more evil, no more devil, no more decay, no more ruin. It's a time is a coming when, as the Bible scholar says, when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven, uniting the earth to God's original design without evil, because evil by then has been justly, and I say justly and rightly purged by the mighty hand of God out of creation. Everybody should say an amen to that. So keep that in mind, that this world is not our home. All creation eagerly waits the time, as Romans 8.21 says from the New King James. The creation itself also will be delivered from bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Amen. I am always astounded at the rugged beauty of God's creation compared to how folks use it for political agendas to promote what is known as a liberal world order, what I spoke about last time. The liberal world order brought about by climate change, fear-mongering, critical race theory, fear-mongering, the destruction of personal liberties and freedoms. Last week I revealed much about this liberal world order, as they themselves call it. It is an oligarchical elite of great merchants and intellectuals with a high school mentality. Have you ever noticed that? Writers like Jack London, who wrote the Call of the Wild, I bet you didn't know this, warned of a future where such liberal world order existed in his work entitled The Iron Heel. It is one of the earliest modern dystopian novels written about the future of the United States of America. It lays out a chronological rise of an oligarchy of tyranny and how three revolutions tried to stop it and America's final demise into it. Let me give you a brief synopsis here. The Iron Heel, the book Iron Heel, describes a fascist United States of America ruling oligarchy made up of bankers, industrial giants, corporations, robber barons, and the elite of societies whose goals is to fuse business and government together to rule the world. Over the expanse of several hundred years, three revolutions occur by socialists to overthrow this Iron Heel oligarchy. Think socialists, think communists. That's what this is about. Wikipedia, in fact, summarizes the Iron Heel like this, and I quote from Wikipedia here, The oligarchy is the largest monopoly of trust, or robber barons, who manage to squeeze out the middle class by bankrupting most of the small to mid-sized businesses as well as reducing all farmers to effective serfdom. The tragic turn of the, in the novel, and Jack London's core warning to his contemporaries, is the treachery of these favored unions which break with other unions and side with this ruling oligarchy. 
the oligarchy maintains power through a labor caste system and mercenaries end quote what does all that mean well in jack london's book iron heels mercenaries are the united states military being shaped into an ideological caste system controlled by the oligarchs we see this happening today as a matter of fact in the united states military with wokeness and ctr as the new norm and demonizing 90 million u.s citizens as white supremacists insurrectionists when in reality they are not jack london's book describes the modern day template right we're seeing right before our eyes jack london books describes the modern day template the left uses to silence those who love their country and freedom they call us the oligarchy the fascist however they are the real marxist fascist the real iron heel oligarchy and that's the twist of the story actually the marxists are the oligarchy the corporate businesses are the marxist in this book okay what jack london misses in his book it's not capitalism that caused all this it's corporatism he missed corporatism that is the true oligarchy who are the socialists to use government control to in order to control a worldwide company store model over the entire world where you owe your soul to the company store only can buy and sell and eat from those products that this oligarchy controls because they own it all okay that is the goal of the liberal world order of the democratic party and rhino republicans like bush and leftists everywhere okay i know that's a shock to you the radicals are the yin the chaos maker that's the democratic party and the rhinos are like the yang symbol the light side the, the level-headed ones that slows down the slide into corporate communism with a compromise so people adjust to to the water slowly boiling beneath their feet to reshape the world into a liberal world order for humanity's best interest of course because these people know how to run your life better than you do this liberal world order hates freedom-loving people who love their country they define that as nationalism folks ever heard of that and thus they learn to hate trump and anybody who is called uh, a nationalist as somebody who loved their country they call them the iron heel oligarchy that has to be destroyed at all costs so i hope you understand the mentality of the left here why it wants to crush uh, anyone who loves freedom like donald trump or myself or anybody they call us the iron heel oligarchy they have to destroy it that's why you just saw recently republican representative mr elders running for governor of california being uh assaulted with eggs and stuff thrown at him and 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 some woman wearing a gorilla mask and tr trying to assault him okay that is why you're seeing this insanity because they actually believe that freedom loving people who want who live and let live mentality is the enemy that needs to be crushed they've been brainwashed by the true iron heel liberal establishment oligarchy that's in power now so this is a typical Marxist psyops. This is what uh, Jack London's book is actually revealing here, if you look at it in that way. It is a Marxist psyops to call your enemy what you are and what you are doing. You, you know, you just mirror your crimes on them. That's what they do. Uh, you see that in the news every night. 
Over 90 million Americans are deemed the enemy by today's oligarchy. That is illustrated by the recent firing and getting rid of all Trump appointees who are appointed to oversee America's largest military institutions like West Point or the Air Force Academy, so forth, etc., and to help uh, define things. So a Biden administration is firing them, demanding they resign or be fired. And it's creating quite a controversy because they want to turn the military into a Marxist mercenary force to crush the opposition. Just like Jack London's book says, what the true iron heel oligarchy are the communists and the Marxists who are projecting their crimes on the opposing party. That is a Marxist psyops. We see this in the World Economic Forum. We see this in the United Nations. We see it in the Council of Foreign Relations, the European Council of Foreign Relations, the European Union, the UN Charter. We see it in the Russian version of the World Council of Foreign Relations, where we see it all over the place. All of these people are working together to create a liberal world free of war and their idea of nationalism that causes war and all problems. How? By creating a collectivist society where only they determine what is right and wrong. So they can housebreak humanity how to act correctly in this new world order by a new morality. And to get there, they will betray their own countries by using what is known as necessary and unnecessary evil. So what does necessary and unnecessary evil mean? Well, unnecessary evil simply defined is like this. You give a little slack to the masses who comply with their dogmas and morality and use necessary evil to rid the world of all dissent in order to create a one-party system to rule the world, a liberal world order, a liberal new world order. Okay, that's the new world order. It's liberal. Think of all the perversity being legalized in the country. It's a liberal uh, world order. With that, let's get back to Jack London. Jack London was a socialist, and that's very sad, folks. He was a socialist, and he but he wanted to warn what his soft socialist movement could could evolve into by being allied with this oligarchy. So did um, Alistair Huxley, and so did George Orwell. Both soft socialists used this as a draft in order to write their works from. I bet you didn't know that. Wikipedia states this about the Iron Heel, Jack London's book, and I quote, Further, London assumed that the Socialist Party would become a mass party in the, in the United States, strong enough to have a realistic chance of winning national elections and gaining power while remaining a revolutionary party still committed to the dismantling of capitalism. The whole book is based on Marx's view that capitalism is an inherently unsustainable. Did you hear that? Marx, Karl Marx's view and the, Mar and the communist view is that capitalism is inherently unsustainable. So let me stop and interject here. Mark Benioff is part of Klaus Schwab's Davos oligarchy, the iron heel of Klaus Schwab here. And he said this, capitalism is dead. This obsession we have with maximizing profits for shareholders alone has led to an incredible inequality and planetary emergency. Notice who says this are the ones who are responsible for creating inequality and planetary crisis in the first place. See how they switch things, switch the focus. They want to go after small businesses, folks. Want to go after the middle class. They want to silence any dissent here. Look what Klaus Schwab said. 
Klaus Schwab said this. He's the chairman of the World Economic Forum. He said, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate, and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. So the communist logo is that capitalism is inherently flawed and it's going to collapse that's their whole mantra we hear it from the davos bunch the this ruling elite of great merchants of the earth and great men of the earth and these great intellectuals who are still in high school mode um want to control the world they're communist okay so wikipedia goes on explaining jack london's book the iron heel and i continue to quote the idea of a strong militant mass socialist party emerging in the United States was linked by London with his prediction that the middle class would shrink as a monopolistic trust crushed labor and small to mid-sized businesses, end quote. That is the same goal as the Great Reset. I bet you didn't think that some obscure book written by Jack London many years ago at the turn of the, around the, right around the 1900s there, um, was prophetic, did you? <laughs> wow. Wow. Wikipedia goes on, and I quote from Wikipedia here, Jack London demonstrated his belief in the historical materialism which Marxists such as Friedrich Engels, Gregory Pelechnachfakov, I can't pronounce his name, and Vladimir Lenin have interpreted as predicting the inevitable succession from feudalism through capitalism and then socialism, ending in a period without a state, also known as full communism, based on Marx's maximum from each according to his ability to each according to his need, end quote. Think of that and go back here. The inevitable succession from feudalism to capitalism and then to socialism. And Klaus Schwab talks about the fourth industrial revolution. And then you come into this utopic age. Okay. Jack London painted the Iron Heel oligarchy as capitalists. He believed in a future soft socialist world that comes by successive revolutions. Well, folks, we're living in the end game right now. It's called communism. And, and Lenin always talked about socialism as the road to communism. Did you realize that the Marxist best friends are the corporate elite? I bet you didn't know that. They helped fund a lot of these revolutions. Why? Both, both hate the free market capitalism because it promotes health, healthy competition. And they want to wipe out all competition. Their goal is the same as communism. So that begs the question, was a soft socialist like Jack London being used, being played by these people? The answer would be yes. How? By attacking the wrong people. That's what Jack London's book and a lot of these people did. They started attacking the wrong people, uh, the middle class. They started attacking small businesses, making them look like the oppressors. And also, uh, true free market capitalism that pulled many more people out of poverty and was able to self-correct its own wrongs and then naturally move on and, and everything's fine. They want to destroy that system because they can't control it. Communism and corporate communism all wants to control everything communist doctrine is never about people you got to get that through your head it's about warring against the people the citizens of their own country how by pitting people racist minorities against each other to betray each other in order to acquire raw power for raw power's sake for the elite who control all aspects of one's life for their utopia and a dystopia like i said before for the rest of us now, let's get back to Wikipedia and uh, its article on the Iron Heel that 
and I quote from that, this would participate a brutal counter-reaction with capitalists preserving their power by discarding democracy and instituting a brutal repressive regime, end quote. This comes out by the Iron Heel oligarchy Jack London warned about, who have taken over corporations, media, news, education, government, the military. They're working on the military in the United States. Look at your police force in Australia. Look at your police force in Canada uh, and New Zealand and other free places. What do you got? You have businesses taken over and they want to take over religion and with a mix of corporate fascism and communism to make a world a utopia. They want to control all aspects of your life. For example, folks, I bet you didn't know this. It probably slipped under the headlines with Afghanistan, stuff that happened recently. A major credit card company has canceled uh, retired General credit card why because he's an opponent with the he's opponent against this system and i gotta ask are you next see what power they have they they're on a roll they are on a on a roll folks man you better wake up folks big tech you know all about big tech they silence free speech and big government is thankful for this oligarchy to do so to make an end run around the liberty and freedom in our constitution and our inalienable rights as citizens and they want us to jump fully into slaveryism. They're going to tell us what is truth. They're the ministry of truth now, okay? We're on the threshold of a liberal world order, a new world order devoid of all common sense, decency, and devoid of all debate and all reason in order to uh, work things out together in a, in, a, in a correct manner. Where it's all about wokeness now. There's no gender. You got to feel shame for being who you are. All to create a perfect world whose legalism is far worse than any religion, any religion ever could be, okay? Just think about it. This is far worse than anything. They shame you with false guilt for being the color you are. They shame you for the gender you are. They want total capitulation. While the great men and merchants of the earth continue to profiteer off of a worldwide company store they want to create just to appease their own guilt that their families caused by the genocide of and exploitation of indigenous people do your homework do your historical research folks i kid you not this is what is going on they want to appease their own guilt uh, that their families have caused by exploiting indigenous people with all the blood that's on their hands for doing that uh, they want to do this they're on this religious crusade uh, to right their wrongs in order to make a brave new world that they can still control they're so nice aren't they in the news article entitled india today august 27 2021 headline reads three trillion and counting Global players eyeing Afghanistan's vast mineral reserves. I bet you didn't realize Afghanistan had vast mineral reserves, okay? That article reveals that one-third of all lithium is found in Afghanistan, as well as many of the precious metals worth over $3.5 trillion plus in Afghanistan. This is now given to the Taliban, now being controlled by the liberal world order, whose sympathy lays with the Taliban there to govern there, okay? General Willy Nilly Milly says they can work with the Taliban to fight ISIS and Al-Qaeda. Yeah, right. How's that going to work? That is how the liberal world order thinks. That's how globalism thinks. To be nice to the tyrants, to let them have their way and co-opt them into the Iron Heel oligarchy while hating your own people and classifying them as 
worse than ISIS. China and Russia are making deals with the Taliban for all those resources while the World Economic Forum and the left seek to exalt China as the new policeman of the world, kicking the United States of America out of that role, okay? That's the new world order. That's a liberal world order. So you have Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden's massive deals with China from 2008 to current date and Hunter's laptop and computer to you have that and nothing said or seen here. You move along. You bury the story and just think that Biden just sold Afghanistan to our enemies. This is a sign of secular governing Judas generation selling out one's own country for a green new deal where China can use all the lithium to and create solar and wind energy and all kinds of energy saving devices and products with all that lithium folks to the rest of the world wow and guess who's going to make it guess whose factories are over there folks you want to take a stab at it in the liberal world order it's all about exalting enemies to be part of the team to control them to bring them in line and to use them as a necessary evil for the greatest good there's of course and I tell you, that is simply amazing now that the Taliban is classified as a legitimate government by the Biden administration. <sighs> Think about it. The Council of Foreign Relations and other globalists seek to create a liberal world order. This liberal world order has become a real iron heel oligarchy of self-interested coalition of bankers, industrialists, politicians, whose goal is to stamp out the free market whereby only they control all what one must buy, sell, and eat. And that give you a clue why the false prophet wants to give you this mark, okay? They want to control what you think. They want to control where you live and how you must live. All for the human greatest good, of course, in order to make this perfect utopia where nobody is ever offended. So they say, okay? The late Congressman Larry McDonald said in the introduction for a book, The Rockefeller File by Gary Allen, identified who these folks are, okay? And, he, and I quote, the drive of the Rockefellers and their allies is to create a one-world government combining super-capitalism and communism under the same tent, all under their control. Do I mean conspiracy? Yes, I do. I'm convinced there is such a plot, international in scope, generations old in planning, and incredibly evil intent. Now, Larry McDonald was a Democratic politician. He was a congressman. He died in Flight 007 in the shootdown of the Korean Airlines that was mysteriously shot down. And he was in the process of exposing these people. I told you before, John F. Kennedy warned about this group of people, and look what happened to him. Even the crazy uh, J. Edgar Hoover warned about these people. So many people have warned about these people. This is beyond a uh, tin hat conspiracy, folks. We're seeing it play out right now. In fact, a recent headline reads, Billionaire wants to build a woke city utopia in order to practice this. That's a recent headline that just came out, folks. I'm telling you, we are in the realm of this stuff happening right now. So like Judas Iscariot did to Jesus, they sell out their own country's well-being and protection to a ruling elite who call all the shots and has all the money to create an iron heel oligarchy that tracks, monitors, controls all manner of one's life, all for the social good of humanity, of course. George Orwell wrote in the closing chapters of his book, 1984, what the world would be like with folks like this iron heel oligarchy in charge. And he said this, The party seeks power entirely for its own sake. 
We are not interested in the good of others. We are interested solely in power, pure power. What pure power means you will understand presently. We are different from the oligarchies of the past in that we know what we are doing. All the others, even those who, who resembled ourselves, were cowards and hypocrites. They pretended, perhaps even believed, that just around the corner there lay a paradise where human beings would be free and equal. We are not like that. We know that no one ever seizes power with the intention of relinquishing it. Power is not a means, it is an end. One does not establish a dictatorship in order to safeguard a revolution. One makes a revolution in order to establish a dictatorship. The object of persecution is persecution. The object of torture is torture. The object of power is power. Now you begin to understand me. End quote from George Orwell's book that sums up pretty much what I'm talking about here. Isn't that interesting? That is the goal of the oligarchy here. The Iron Heel oligarchy of uh, super capitalism, corporatism, and a mix with communism, the oligarchy there. Did you know that both Vladimir Lenin and Stalin admitted openly that they were heavily influenced by this guy named Segre, Segre Nekkevev? I can't even pronounce his name. And you ask, who is that? He's the guy who coined the phrase, the ends justify the means. You ever heard that before? Segre Nekkevev was a 19th century nihilist, a collectivist, a communist, who wanted to burn down everything, destroy everything as the means of achieving the greatest good. Now, Jesus did warn us to know a tree by its fruit, so this is the fruit, this is the foundation of communism that comes from this guy that Lenin and Stalin, all communists agree, is, is pretty much uh, the person's philosophy that communism is actually built upon and, and why it's so destructive here. This, this guy, Segre, he formulated that communist thought be built upon nihilism. Nihilism's goal is a lust for worldwide suicide that goes way beyond political fanaticism into the realm of absolute insanity, folks. Are you seeing any insanity today going on in the world and you're thinking, what the heck is going on? You're calling black, white, white, green. You're calling an apple an orange. And it's like, what is going on? Yeah. We have evidence of nihilism and communism being portrayed. This is the main tenet of communism and political psychopaths ever since, that the ends justify the means to burn it down. So what does the ends justify the means actually mean? It means to burn it down. Justifying using any means as a moral imperative to burn down the system by using necessary cruelty of murder, blackmail, repression to build back a better world that in turn will eventually need, be needed to be burned to the ground in the future. In other words, a world of utter utter chaos like it was in the days of noah where people devoured one another i won't go in that direction now but we'll go there eventually we see this ideology in the democratic party and leftists everywhere and we see it in every country where leftists and the liberal world order has permeated and they're getting ready to take over the entire world they use the ends to justify the means to silence all who oppose first by shame false guilt crisis so all will learn to obey them only their concepts of right and wrong defines what the greatest good is meaning it's good for them but not so much for us and we just better accept their jackboot on our throat so they want to tear down an existing order that is right and noble and good and burn it to the ground as all blm members and leaders have stated we gotta burn it to the ground George Orwell, again, illustrates this concept in his work, Literature in Totalitarianism, and I quote, 
Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And that process has continued day by day, minute by minute. History was stopped. Nothing exists except the endless present in which the party is always right. End quote. Have we not entered into that period now? This is the world which we live, a forced shame and guilt, and they have plans for the church, too. Don't kid yourself. How many people know who Alice Bailey is? She uh, put a fallen watcher's idea into the church by channeling it in her writing. She channeled a fallen angel, a fallen watcher's ideas, and that fallen watcher revealed the idea that the liberal world order, how it would take over the church. That's what I'm trying to say. And she wrote about this in The Externalization of the Hierarchy by Lucas Publishing on pages 544 and 545 of that work in the PDF form. And I quote, The reorganization of world religions, if any way possible, so that their out-of-date theologies, their narrow-minded emphasis, and their ridiculous belief that they know what is in the mind of God may be offset in order that the churches may eventually be the recipients of spiritual inspiration, preparation for a new re revelation which will inaugurate the new era and set the note for the new world religion. Why do I bring that up? Because in the book of Revelation, the false prophet is going to be the head of a one-world religious system. And Alice Bailey channeled the plan and how this is brought about through a fallen watcher, okay? She further channeled that through these fallen watchers and treaties for white magic, the ways of the disciple, how to flip the church away from the Bible and God himself, to become a Judas generation of lovers of self more than and pleasure rather than God. That's the whole plan there. And I quote, Theologies will disappear into the knowledge of God. Doctrines and dogmas will no longer be regarded as necessary, for faith will be based on experience and authority will give place to personal appreciation of reality. The power of the church over the group will be supplanted by the power of the awakened soul in men. An age of miracles and disputations as to why and how of those miracles with a consequent skepticism or agnosticism will give way to the understanding of the laws of nature which control the superhuman realm and the supernatural stage of the evolutionary process end quote okay right there i'm going to stop quoting her if you read that over and over again you're going wow i can go right to written sources in the christian church that speak of the same garbage okay they use laws and formulas and so forth, etc., that the New Age movement does. And Alice Bailey is the mother of the New Age movement. Just to let you know that. Well, Alice Bailey explains how all this is brought about and page 152 of the Treaties of White Magic, and I quote, that comes by a slow process, and I quote, by a breaking away from old established tradition, a, re a revolt from authority, a heather of the church of dogma, doctrine, or theology, a tendency toward self-determination and an overthrowing of old standards and of old barriers of thought and the divisions existing between races and faith, end quote, okay? This causes what is known as the Judas generation, as I've been talking about, to arise in the church. Just as the Apostle Paul describes in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, Know this, that in the last days perilous, demonized times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, dis disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but in denying its power, and from such people turn away. 
I'm reading out of the New King James there. So you have a new gospel and another Jesus that is being preached today. And Alice Bailey taught all about how that was going to come about by a, a time of signs, wonders, and miracles that get people away from sound theology and doctrine by having another group play religion so stifling and so controlling that people would naturally rebel and go to the signs and wonders and throw the Bible out. Only use Bible as a pretext for their presuppositions, but not about who Jesus is or anything like that. It's all about you getting things. Okay, I'll talk about that later. So you have another gospel, another Jesus that's being preached today, folks, who exists only to give you all your desires brought about by meticulous formulas for success that mirrors the occultic laws of attraction, which works by the laws of positive thinking, are straight out legalism and bondage. The gospel is flipped to mean it's all about getting more things and acquiring power. It's all about power. You heard about people singing power, power, I need power, 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 all this stuff about power, right? The Bible is twisted to be all about self, what I can get from God, how I get more power, how I get more wealth. This new ideology works like this. This is how these people think. Well, God gets the glory when I receive the glory. So God gets the glory when I get it. And thus, it's his glory to give me more and more things and more glory. Therefore, how can I be robbing him of his glory when he made me so great, so wonderful? Look at all the stuff I have. You don't have the stuff I have, and since you don't have the stuff I have, like me, you ain't favored of God like me. And this proves that I'm of God, and you are religious class. It needs to be stifled. But know this, folks, that people who say this, Jesus answers and speaks to people like this, like this. Depart from me. I never knew you. That's the final result. Folks, let's get the record straight here. If God can't trust you with his word along with his promises, it's depart from me, you who practice iniquity. I never knew you. If God can't trust you with his callings of pastor, teacher, evangelist, prophet, and apostle, it's depart from me, you who practice iniquity. I never knew you. If God can't trust you with his spiritual gifts, it's depart from me, who practices lawlessness. I never knew you. Do you understand what I'm saying here? I'm not saying this to condemn you or anyone here. I'm just trying to make you think. Come to your senses. Learn how to live responsible before God, his word and his promises, his calling and his gifts are his. They're not our playthings, okay? One reason we don't see these gifts in full manifestation is that people turn these into power trips to keep the pride of their flesh intact, to have power, to have control, and to be in charge. Okay, what profit does a man uh, gain the whole world if he loses his own soul? So these gospel messages that they teach, these false gospels about how to contain all the desires of the world, and you end up losing your own soul, okay? This all came about by a plan that Alice Bailey channeled through these fallen watchers. It, it's brought about by bringing in legalists to uh, turn people off, as Bailey said, so a new age of miracles happens as justified rebellion inside the church where you make your personal paradise on earth. You pull heaven down to earth, okay? Who cares about God and the Bible? That's all old-fashioned is what these people teach. God's doing a new thing and you need to jump on the bus, right? There's some truth in that, but they stretch it way out, just like the devil does, into the area that the kingdoms of this world are all yours. Okay? God's doing a new thing. There's only one God over heaven and earth, folks, and we ain't it, and neither is the devil. God is still in charge. Now, in a way, 
he teaches humanity how to live responsible to him and uses gifts and callings uh, and his word and promises how to use these responsibility under his power under his direction under his authority okay that his gifts are on loan to us from god well how does this come about by reflecting and governing by his image of likeness of grace truth mercy kindness goodness and justice that's the reason for the gifts of the spirit to bring god's goodness justice kindness mercy uh, to earth to set the captives free to heal those who are all bound up give good news to the hurting there's true freedom in christ alone that's what the gifts are for they're not playthings. but due to the fall what do folks do with the things of god they turn the gospel into a pop psychobabble self-help gospel they i blab and grab doctrine all about what you can get from god to make us the best and most powerful and in charge of all okay turning the gospel into lessons on becoming the most favored of the church kick out your neighbor don't be like the religious well the religious were set up by the fallen watchers to become super religious and browbeaters and legalists in order to get you to rebel and cause strife in the church don't you see it so they want to be the most favored in the church in order to control the world and control the gospel message so folks i gotta ask you a question i hope you're learning to be responsible before god uh, why do i say that because god's age of grace says we can return to him amen there's a chance to repent right now before the judas generation takes total control and the last call goes out and the church is gone okay do you get the picture now jesus warned in matthew 24 verses 4 through 12 i'm not going to read all the verses i'm going to read out of the new king james it says take heed that no one deceives you so folks the first thing you'll notice is that deception will be unleashed in both the secular and religious world and even inside the church such as global wokeness new age occultic miracles to turn the hearts away from the primacy uh, of christ jesus our lord unto fables and doctrines and demons to make the judas generations of the last days come full force okay and matthew 24 verses 5 says for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and they will deceive many well these folks these type of people offer the cure they have the messiah anointing they have the answers to solve all your ills the antichrist is going to be really good at solving all the world's ills look at verse 10 of matthew 24 and then many will be offended many will betray one another and will hate one another that's a, a hallmark of the last days do you see that happening now the judas generation takes shape through the law of offending so that they can betray where it's all about hating everything your gender the color of your skin who you are as a human being you must loathe and hate to appease the law of offending in the church it's the haves versus the have-nots if i am stepping on your toes please forgive me but your toes need to be stepped on look at matthew chapter 24 verse 11 many false prophets are going to rise up and deceive many and that's a hallmark of the last days you know i'm, I'm thinking well if that's true then where are the false prophets today where are they well folks false prophets do rise up and deceive many and the question really comes is where are they is this really the last days do you know where they are there is such a deception in the church that you can't even recognize a false prophet or you can't even name them anymore the church is full of these types of leaders leading many away from the bible to deeper revelations and all kinds of things like angel guides false signs and wonders uh, hyper legalism too so you rely on them 
just as Alice Bailey revealed would happen according to the plan of the fallen watchers, just as Matthew 24, verse 12 says. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Well, folks, the oligarchy elites want lawlessness, fear, and anxiety for a great reset to control us all by burning everything to the ground, including the church. You got to ask yourself, how loving and kind is that? They're doing necessary evil. Okay, do you know? They think call it necessary evil. This ruling elite follows Alice Bailey's spiritual minions, infiltrating the church to bring it into harmony with the Brotherhood of Man, a new world order, as she puts it, co-opting the church to become part of the Judas generation who sells out their loyalty to Jesus in exchange for goosebumps and promises of more stuff. Or you don't have to do anything. You can be lazy. Okay? The Bible warns about false brethren, false teachers, false apostles, false prophets arising in mass in the last day's church. And that becomes more and more like the Judas Iscariot, more and more like the Judas generation, the last generation. How do we identify these folks? Well, Lord willing, we're going to look into that and more in the next message because I want to deal the Judas generation helps bring the false prophets and teachers into positions of power and nobody can identify them nobody can call them out on it and are we not living in those days so how do we identify those well stay tuned for the next message on that so let me close with how i began to understand how we are to get through this mess and to get through it with um, how christ wants us to get through it okay let me end how i began well, folks, I still can't get over the beauty of high-altitude hiking in the Rocky Mountains from 10,900 to 11,600 feet or so. Right at the edge of tree line where the Bristol Cone Pine Trees is one of my most favorite spots. That's right before the Bear Mountain Alpine region begins where all the rocks are. This is where you can see the awesomeness of God's creation in full splendor set before me. That reminds me of my place before God. He helps me endure the climb of life's journey. And I have to always bring enough water in order to avoid high altitude sickness. So therefore the Lord supplies the water I need to take the journey to avoid the high altitude sickness and being overcome by the uh, environment that I am in. It's breathtaking at 11,000 feet and higher. Hiking at this altitude at the tree line, like I said before, the air is crisp and clean. I love it. I love it. In heaven, I tell you, the mountains are grander than any mountains on earth. Yes, we have splendid vistas in this here and now, but in heaven, there will be no more sin, no more sickness, no more rebellion, no more evil, no more devil, no more Joe Biden, no more Kamala Harris, no more Nancy Pelosi's, no more leftists, no more lockdowns, no more decay, no ruin, no one trying to control it all. Hallelujah. That time is coming when, as the Bible scholars say, is when the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven, uniting the new earth to God's original design without evil, because evil by then has been justly purged by the mighty hand of God. And folks, when I walk at that altitude, I'm reminded of my position, of where I am in those days. I am part of that plan. I want you to keep that in mind. This world is not our home. All creation eagerly awaits that time, as Romans chapter 8 says. So with that, let me say you get prepared for what is coming. How do, how do you do that? 
You got to know that the water that you need is supplied by Jesus Christ alone. He stood up and said, I, I give you free water. I give you living water. Out of your belly, this living water will come. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. He sealed you with the Holy Spirit. You have his power. You have his gifts. You have his anointings in order to operate in. Okay, do you get the picture there? And this is how it all works. This is how you overcome, folks. It is not by my strength, nor by my might, or my ability. And it's definitely not by my brains is how I overcome to get through this mess. I can tell you that right now. But rather knowing I can't overcome unless Jesus helps me, it helps you, it helps us. Do you realize that only Jesus can help you overcome? Have you ever asked him, I need your strength, Jesus, I have none. I, I need your help in order to overcome. I can't do this on my own. Have you ever thought of asking Jesus for his empowerment to help you get the strength to overcome what lays ahead when this Marxist world order, this liberal world order takes over everything, setting the stage for the Antichrist? That's where we're headed, folks. Unless Jesus intervenes and the Lord stops it, this is where we're heading. We're at the jumping off point. Get your head out of the sand, okay? You got to understand, folks, we have no ability in and of ourselves in order to overcome or do anything without Jesus. It's by Christ Jesus alone giving us the strength and power, not by our ability. If we have to rely on Jesus, I need your strength. I need your ability because we can do all things through Christ Jesus, our Lord, who strengthens us. You need that. You need that ability. So I want to ask folks who are not Christians who see this crazy stuff you need to get right with Christ today. Just fall on your face and say, Lord, I need you. I need you to save me. Forgive me. Have mercy. Cry out to your heart. You know life ain't working right. You know you messed up. Just ask. Just spend some quiet time with the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Take me. I'm yours. That's how simple it is to get born again. Ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Just get on your face right now and ask for that. And for the rest of you who are Christians, you need to really get tight with Christ. That's the only thing I can say right now. You really need to get close to Jesus. You, in fact, Philippians chapter 3 says, uh, Paul counts it as rubbish, all things as rubbish, just to know who Jesus is. That is the primary thing. That is the key, and that's what makes us prosperous. Not money or wealth or health and all that. What makes us prosperous is knowing who Jesus is. Jesus says, when he knows you, he's not going to cast you away. But if he doesn't know you and you do all these fancy things, it's depart from me. I never knew you. Do you ever do you get the idea of what's going on? For those of you who are Christians right now, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I ask you for your strength and guidance. I ask for your help in this time of need. I feel weak and fading. Forgive me for playing games. Restore me to the joy of salvation, I pray in Jesus' name. Fill me with thy Holy Spirit's power. Help me know you are the center of all things, because you are good. In Jesus' name, amen. Help me to overcome. Grant me the strength to overcome. I need strength. I'm ready to fall. I feel like I'm going to fail. I can't take it. I want to pull out my hair. My whole world, I'm watching our country, our world fall apart into tyranny, totalitarianism. I know history. I hate it. Lord, only you can save us. Only you can give us the strength and ability to overcome. I ask that be given to the people here in Jesus' name, that you pour it out in abundance upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. 
With that, let me close with this, folks. Again, censorship is real and it's getting stronger and stronger. Social media, what it is, may shut us all down. And if that happens, please go to the Daily Renegade 2.0 website and where folks can go right now. There's other places too. Please consider becoming a member today of the Daily Renegade as well. And also please note, I'll be shifting a lot of my uh, videos and stuff over to BitChute or Rumble in the near future. So you'll be able to still see me there as well. We need the alternative platforms, folks. Also, as I close, if you'd like to support me and help me out, please look on the screen. You'll see my contact information there. Any means of support is, is greatly appreciated, folks. And I thank everyone who has supported me and given to me. And, uh, and yes, I just so am grateful that keeps me going and it really helps to put the videos together. And I just thank you all for that and your support. So if you still like to support what I do and keep me on the air and help me get things straightened out, uh, in here. So I get all these videos posted in other venues. Hallelujah. My videos are going to be on the daily renegade website. Okay. For right now, I just thank God for that. Amen. So with that, you all be blessed in Jesus' name. Until next time, we are going to really look into how to identify the false prophets of the Judas generation that will arise in the last days. We're going to talk about some of the things they teach about and, and pick some bones here and, and, and see this stuff. I'm not going to mention names and all that, so don't get all upset about it. I'm going to start mentioning names. I might, some, you might need to be made known, but you know but a lot of people have a chance to repent everyone has a chance to repent in this age of grace but if they don't it's not very well with them so if you want to know about false prophets and teachers and so forth etc stay tuned for next week with that be blessed in jesus name